Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. Uh, me and Shamal are back to talk about the week nine action and, you know, other good bits about NFL. Um, how you doing, mate? All good. All good. How are you? Oh, yeah, not too bad, thanks for asking. You never normally ask. <laughs> oh, Very I'm very well, thank uh, you. I was going to go and say gang gang, but, you know, I didn't want to say that. Unqualified that's, huddled gang. That's, that's weird. Please don't do that. That's all good. <laughs> I won't, don't worry. <laughs> Uh, once again, Shannon can't join us. Uh, I don't know, he's in Vietnam somewhere still. Uh, at least I think he is, you know. Um, but the last I checked, he was in Vietnam. So he can't join us, but sends his well wishes to our listeners um, while he's enjoying his time out there. So first thing we want to talk about, well, Shamal wants to talk about it. He, he put a poll on our Twitter, um, THU underscore podcast. Hey, got it right. I never know to get it right, so that's that's nice. Uh, put a poll on. Who had the better week? Who would you say had the better week? Josh Dobbs in his victory for the Vikings or CJ Stroud in his historic rookie game? Which one did better? Um, I how, mean, what, what uh, the, completely different circumstances. You had to pick one. Uh, the listeners, oh, sorry, I should say the tweeters or the X's, I don't know what they're called now, um, 86% or majority chose um, CJ Stroud, which was surprising to me. He put up a record NFL rookie performance up for yards, 470 yards, which is an NFL record. He put on a clutch display against Tampa Bay. And it was, was literally amazing, that stretch. It, it was good. He had a, he had a you know record-setting day for a rookie. But... To me, it stops all day. And you were talking not... about the situation, right? He didn't know his players. He came in on the sideline. Before the game, he was, he was snap, like snapping the ball with the starting centre. Like, he literally had never done it before. Yeah, he, all, week, he, all week, he didn't get a single snap with the stars. He, he didn't know, he didn't know what he, like, the play calling and stuff. He, he obviously is going to have a reduced playbook. He's not going to learn the whole playbook. Oh, there in, was, uh, between, plays, uh, between drives, Apparently, Stefanski was telling him the plays. They were literally drawing out certain plays and so on, which is like to Co- do oh, that Coddle. at any Kevin level. Kevin O'Connell, don't disrespect Kevin O'Connell like that. No, sorry. What did I say? Kevin Stefanski or something? Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. did. I apologize. Kevin O'Connell, hat tip to you as well. But I, I do I think a vet doing even a, like if Scree J. Stroud had to do this, in 10 years' time, I think it's even more impressive than his performance uh, past week against the Bucks, which was impressive, don't get me wrong. But Dobbs was just on another level. And this is what Vikings traded for him for. Well, this is what they needed. They, they still have playoff aspirations. I don't think they're too far off the playoffs. Um, I don't know if they currently sit in the playoffs. Like, if they're into it, they... They're me, just, they're just in the playoff hunt. They oh, are... okay. So then they're hunting. They're the, they're the seventh seed currently for the for the playoffs, which which would get them in. Yeah, um, so they're still they're still in a fighting chance, and they're, they're a seventh seed basically without their two top players, uh, Justin Jefferson, been on injured reserve uh, for the last three games, and uh, Kirk Cousins now like injured, which is why they traded for Dobbs, but they still have a hope of getting into the playoffs, which is basically what they're looking for, and what, why they made that trade. And you can see, you see in Arizona that Dobbs is, he's got something about him. Like he sort even of even in Tennessee the past year, I 
there's always something there with Dobbs. Uh, but he's always been on really bad teams where it's so hard Absolutely. to judge him. This is by far the best team has been on. And yeah. with actual weapons. Uh, they lost KJ Osborne in the game. Unfortunately, bad injury there. He got carted off. I believe, no, he walked off on his own power. But he was on his own power, power yeah. Can't but, be there. but even even without Osborne on this team and Jefferson, he still has some playmakers that he's not had before. Addison, Hawkinson. Um, mm. Bilal Powell looks really good in that offense right now. <laughs> Who'd have um, thought it? Uh, I mean, let's just see with this team because they're a blitz-heavy defense and they've been playing well before this game. But Dobbs, I just want to see, can he... He had he had no fear in this game. He started off quite bad. Gave up a safety. Oh, gave it a safety, yeah. Gave it a safety. But sometimes with Josh Dobbs, when I've seen him, he just hesitates a lot on to throw deep. But, it, but, throw, but also, so. like, it was like his second snap or whatever. No, no, I'm just the, saying, the I'm saying with Arizona and so on. I want to see if he can carry on confidence and throwing the ball down. Yeah. Like that's the next step for him, and that's what we want to see. But hats off to CJ Stroud too. He just put in a commanding performance, and I liked his post-match uh, interview where he said he want he wants to play like the what second overall pick that he was. He wants to prove that why the franchise is on his back. Like he wants to carry that pressure and make those uh, tough throws. And yeah. it's maybe this different attitude. For versus him, versus how Bryce Young plays, which is much more conservative. He, uh, yeah, he, he certainly looks like he's the better option at this moment in time. Because I think that uh, people have talked about Bryce Young's situation in Carolina, about how it's not as good as Stroud's situation in Houston. But Stroud's also, sorry, Young's also got some weapons there. Like, he's still got mm-hmm. a veteran, a guy at um, wide receiver well, in Steelers. A lot of them. DJ Chark as well. DJ Chark, yeah, he's got some vets there, and like not that they're good, but neither is Houston's offerings. No, but I, you know, potential-wise, I'd rather take Houston's right now. But like, I don't know. I I just feel like if you're the number one overall pick, they picked Young for a reason, and I feel like they might be having buyer's remorse right now. Yeah, he doesn't Um, have that. He does look small in the game. He does look small compared to. Stroud just looks like he's comfortable. It's like mm. my biggest takeaway. And this was when we watched him in the Saints game a few weeks ago. He just looks comfortable manning that offense. And that's, that's all you want, by the way, is for a rookie quarterback just to look comfortable. If you they look comfortable, you, you think you've got your quarterback. Generally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's how I go. But yeah, talking about injuries that we mentioned to Osborne, the guy you wanted to mention, lost for the season. Your favorite uh, quarterback not. in the maybe NFL. Not. Maybe not. Not my favourite. Don't don't try and put that on me. Behind just Derek Carr. Uh, <laughs> oh, it didn't taste the meal. Uh, Daniel Jones. Oh, right. Uh, that's not who I thought we were going with, but okay. Uh, Daniel Jones, yeah. Um, yeah, I appreciate you trying to make him sort of icing like I like Daniel Jones. You do. Um, you love him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's... Uh, ACL's gone. It's, it's another dead year for the Giants, basically. It's, it's just a... It feels like such a common theme for the Giants nowadays, is like, the years are just... I know they got to the playoffs last year, and it was all exciting, but like, uh, you know, at the, at the start of the season, where was the... Like, it's just, it's just been a bit dead. Like, I don't really know how to explain it, but the, the, to me, sort of a euphoria around the Giants last season. They got to the playoffs. And yes, they were poor in the playoffs, but they got to the promised land, they made the playoffs, um, and you thought they'd build on that, and they'd become a better team. This year... They they haven't, and part of that's been their lack of wide receiver for me. 
part of it's been injuries to Daniel Jones. Part of it's paying Daniel Jones over paying Saquon Barkley. And then a poor O-line play, poor head coaching. I, you know how I like to emphasize this team? This team is a mirror image of its head coach, Brian Dable. When the highs are high, they're very good, like last year. When they're low, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of so self-implosion. When they're low, I'm they're thinking. very low. And that's what the personality of their head coach, I feel. It, yeah. From the sidelines, just looking, that's how I feel. They're not a level-headed team. Um, no where everything's, you know, next play. It's always, oh, why did you do that? And you could see he he wasn't happy with his right tackle, asking him what were you doing when he had a false start on a, when they're going for a fourth down, Evan Neal. But it's like, well, of course players make mistakes. It's not about, it's move. It's usually you'd get coaches saying, move on to the next one, clear your head. This guy, the head coach is asking with offensive lineman why he's had a false start. I mean, what's he going to reply? <laughs> Uh, that's just my thinking. Like he thought it was a two. That's not a reply. He thought it was a one. The ball went on two. He thought it was a one. That's all he can reply. But it's it's just not good. They're not a good look. Um, and the injury to Daniel Jones means it's even more so a dead year because they're they're back up. Um, Tyra Taylor is injured with a rib injury. So then their third string is it Devito or something like yeah. that. Devito. Uh, yeah. He looks terrible. But moving on, and let's talk about more injury news in New York. Aaron Rodgers um, obviously teased, apparently, at the end of the game with the Chargers to Derwin James um, that he was, he's looking to return in the next few weeks. He said he's trying to come back for the next few weeks. If that if that happens, right? So if, say, uh, you know, if Tornis Achilles is his first game of the season, he comes back in, like, week 13, week 14, which would be pretty much unprecedented for a guy that's in his late 30s to recover from an injury like his Achilles tear that quickly. So modern medicine doing its bits, it seems. Um, are the Jets in the chance of making the playoffs still? Do you think well, they can hold off until he returns? They're 4-4 four and four right now. They're currently out of the playoff spots uh, by a game, you could say. Um, I'm just looking at their conference win-loss record, and they're currently 2-3, and three, division they're 1-1. One I don't think they're going to make it. I, just because of the teams around them who are also in a similar boat when you look at the LA Chargers, um, you look at the Bills who are currently missing out. Um, I like them more. I mean, the Houston Texans are improving. They're a tough team as well. I'd have them in the same boat as the Texans where I think, yeah, they're, they're still lacking. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to fix everything. And and they've still got some tough games left. Don't let's not forget that as well. Their schedule's not not an easy run in. Um, they play some they play some dud teams like the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> but like they, <laughs> they, they play you other teams. Yeah, like like the Raiders who are you know you don't know what you're getting after the drubbing they put on this week. Uh, they play the Bills. They've still got Miami to play twice. You know that, they play play the aforementioned Texans and the, the Browns. What we can say there, I'm going to go through their schedule. You tell me, just quickly, what you I think. I just did go through their schedule. Win okay. or loss. No, no. Okay. Before Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to give you four games they've got. The next four okay. games. Well, maybe five. Bills. Loss. Dolphins. Loss. Falcons. Win. Texans. I think that's a crunch game. Loss. But then, and then Dolphins again. Yeah, loss. They're, 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 they're losing they're four of, of the next five games to you. 
Yeah, you missed you missed out the Raiders who they play next, but um, yeah, well, they're Raiders. It, well, they're, they're beating them. Okay, fine. Um, but then I I also look at their matchups, the games they've got coming up versus the Buffalo Bills, and the Bills have a way harder schedule. So if I'm saying okay, which team if they get Rodgers back earlier, then which team's got a better shot, Buffalo or the Jets? I think that's gonna be close because Buffalo have got. One of the worst schedules remaining I, in the league. I think that'll be close because Buffalo just haven't looked good. Like although they're they're five and three, I think right now. You look at the teams that they beat to get to this record. The teams they beat aren't good teams. Like I think it's the Raiders, the Commanders. They beat the Dolphins to be fair, but then it's the Giants and it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're not good teams. So they and beat then, one winning team. That's what you told me there. Yeah, and then the teams that they lost against, like. You know, it's Cincinnati this weekend. Um, they lost against New England in a weird game, but it's Jacksonville and it's um, it's the New York Jets. So it's like tougher teams that they've played, they've lost against. I don't know. And, but, and, and when I say tougher teams, like no disrespect to the Jags, but like the teams there aren't, aren't the creme de la creme of the NFL, right? Hey, They're not the teams you put in the top tier. The Jags have beat the Bills three times in a row now. Josh Allen is used to losing to Josh Allen. But... <laughs> I mean, like it's fact. At the end of the day, the Bills can't beat the Jags, and it's it's like what the AFC has this weird thing where this one team really struggles against another team, and there's no explanation. Like the Bengals will, you know, the Chiefs always struggle against Bengals in a way. Uh, the Chiefs always beat the Jags. The Jags always beat the Bills, and it's some sort of weird matrix. But it's, like it's going odd. back to the Bills as a schedule after the Broncos yeah. this upcoming next week. They've got the Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers. That's the toughest slate I can think of anyone can have in the league right now. It's, and they'll be looking terrific. to come out of it 500 with the way they're playing. It's like, horrific for them. Yeah, it's not it's not ideal at all. They're in they're in a bad spot with it. They I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but they need they need some help from somewhere. They need some assistance because they need to find something on their team. Their offense needs to find a groove. The the defense needs to shore up a little bit. I think the uh, the funny joke on one of the American shows first take, if I'm not mistaken, was it's the um, it's not the RPO, it's the uh, it's a pass first. So if Josh Allen wants it's, it's pass, then the second option is run, and Josh Allen will always want to pass. They need to take it away from Josh Allen. He currently leads the league in interceptions, joint with nine. Ever since he's entered the league, cumulatively every year he's led the league in interceptions if you accumulate it. Um, but also, he loves throwing the ball. He checks out of runs a lot, I feel. Uh, the coach doesn't care about running. There's no balance. We've mentioned it maybe for two years now. On the Bills. We, we, we've been hot on this with the Bills for years. The fact that they disrespect their running backs and their running game. They, and... they disrespect complementary football. Yeah, but then it it boils down to all of it. It boils down to time management. Then they can't manage the clock as well. If you're just throwing the ball, you don't you don't get a balanced game plan. Teams know that you're not going to run the ball, so they don't have to defend it as well. Like and they they can't play first start football outside of Tampa Bay. They've scored less than ten points or ten points or less every single game in the first half. Yeah, I mean that's not acceptable. If you if you're going to say Josh Allen is the best in the league which they probably believe down there, and that's how they make him play. Well, he's, he's the num- number one football, in fantasy football. I mean, that's because of the amount of throws they have. But 
Well, it's, the it's Fondix also is still the, the only. It's the Matt Fonzie runs into the end zone himself. But I don't. I think they're a team that like li- live and die by Air Air Allen. Um, it's yeah. too high on too low, and that's the quarterback he is. He's not a consistent quarterback, and they don't <clears throat> look to help him. And I think Josh Allen likes to. The quarterbacks always have confidence, and I think he likes to think he can fit a lot more throws when he the, shouldn't be. There's a flip flip of that as well, though. The defense hasn't been as good as it has been in previous years. Like, well, they're, still... they're pretty much top five in a lot of statistical categories defensively. Well, they haven't um, seen as seem as good as they have in previous years, then. But I, I also think that could be down to the head coach being the defensive coordinator and Sean McDermott. Like Leslie Fraser's gone, Brian Dable's gone. Like two coordinators. There's something underlying there for me that's not sitting well. Brian Dable has he lost his focus on the offense because he's doing defense, but then he can't give too much to the defense. I don't know. I just I don't feel comfortable with how that team generally is being managed, and it starts with, with maybe their GM and the head coach. Sure, sure. Let's maybe we, with their head coach. Can we talk about another AFC team that I am um, I've got concerns about? I know you don't, but I have got concerns about. Uh, I, might get, I might get slated for this, but the Cincinnati Bengals. They're currently uh, in the playoff spot, by the way. <laughs> They they are, but all of that division is currently all of the AFC North is currently in playoff spots. So um that's not that's not a And what are you cracking about here? Well even in this game against the Bills, right? The Bills are a tough team, um and they've they've won a couple on the bounce now, so they've they're starting to find a bit of a groove. I'm concerned that the offense still doesn't look a hundred percent. Like they you look in that game against the Bills, I don't think they scored in the second half. Like, they didn't need to. <laughs> but it's not needing to, and then it's just not not being able to. I think they maybe got three points in the second half, is what like it ended up being. Um, and then that's concerning for me because it's sort of like I, I appreciate that you're you've gone and scored twenty one points in the first half, um, but when it comes to the like finishing a game off, the fact that you can't you can't finish a game off is concerning for me. Like well, they nearly let the Bills. They didn't let the Bills back into it in that game. It doesn't matter. They they have won four in a row, if I'm not mistaken, and five of the last six. They're one of the hottest teams right now in the NFL with winning streaks with the Jags. And but, but it's, it's like to me, how can you say that they they started off so badly? They are finishing. Are they one of the best defenses in the league? I. From the eye test, no, but you're going to tell me that they are. They are. Like, Luana Ruma. Do you want to know the last three teams they've beaten? Bills, 49ers, Seahawks. And they've held them all to under 20 points. Listen, I'm I'm not sat here and I'm not not trying to absolutely damn them and say that they're a terrible team. Like, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm one of the best teams in the NFL to me. (laughs) I'm just saying I have concerns for the team because they play in a tough division where. Every team there's got a chance, as we can see, to make the playoffs. So, like, all four teams are in the playoffs currently, so they've got a chance to make the playoffs. They have, uh, I want to say, a difficult schedule coming up because they've got to play teams in their division still. They've got Texans this week, which is no easy no easy feat anymore, I wouldn't say. But then they've got the, the Ravens, they've got Steelers, they've got Jaguars. Then they, it eases off a little bit where they've got the Colts and Vikings, but then they finish up with the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Browns. I get it. That, their division is tough, but I'm not talking about their division. I'm talking about the Bengals. 
The Bengals are a team I, you don't want to play. Like outside the Ravens in their division, but like but I don't think anyone can hold her. Do they, do they scare me? Do, am I scared of the the Bengals? No. If you, no, if you, you should be scared of Joe Burrow. You should be scared of that defense. That defense isn't scary though. Where, where are they getting pass rush from? That's the Forty Niners. Where where are they getting pass rush from? That's the Forty Niners. Why they struggled? That's the Bills. Where why they struggled? That's the Seattle Seahawks, who are a really well coached team. The people where, are they, where are they getting pass rush from? Answer me that question, please. It's a mush rush. I mean, <laughs> you don't always need a double digit sack leader. But I, I like Hendricks and I like, I do like their players individually. I, I like Cam Hend- Taylor Britt, a cornerback. He's playing one of the best corners in the league right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't get me wrong. Like, the corner's playing fine. Like, yeah, great. But, like, the, my issue is. They're getting no real pass rush against better teams. They've got they're, that's going to be taken advantage of. Their linebackers aren't playing. They just well. play the three better teams: Seahawks, Forty Nine, and Bills. Yes, but the Forty Nine ers are in a slump. The Seahawks have shown, especially this last week against the Ravens, that they are sort of like the pretenders. They're not. They, they, you don't know what you're getting with them. And the Bills, as we've just talked about, aren't as sharp as what they once were. When then you who the, is, if you, outside of the Ravens, then who should they be scared of in that conference? Well, the Chiefs, quite clearly. Well, the Chiefs, you could say they're lacking a lot on offense. I, but I, I don't know when you've got Mahomes. I don't know. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs are scary. I would say your boys are scary right now. The I would Jags. say the, the Jags are scary right now. But are the Bengals going to be scared of them? I doubt it. I I would be if I was the Bengals. You're playing against the hot offense, a team that can get really hot on offense quickly. And they've got a defense that gets sacks. They get asked in the quarterback. They, they don't get sacks. That's my problem. The Jags aren't a big sack team. How many, how Outside many, of Josh Allen. Yeah, of course. How many sacks does Josh Allen have? He's on nine sacks. But they don't get sacks, do they? <laughs> they don't get Josh sacks. Allen. All right. How many? He's averaging, how many he's averaging sacks, a sack a game, but he doesn't get sacks. How many sacks do you think the Jags have from the interior this season? The whole season? None. They have 0.5 sacks. Okay. But how many how many sacks do your edge rushers have? Uh, how many how many sacks as a team does the Jaguars have right now? Not that high. I wanna I wanna I will delve into this stat. I'm <laughs> gonna start searching for a team sack leaders. Sorry, team sacks. Because cause the Jaguars are a team that they should be they should be concerned about because the Jaguars are playing well. They're playing good football. They've only lost two games this season. Like. No matter what you say, and they've beat some big teams doing it. They beat the Bills. They, they've won some big games. They beat the Saints. You know, they've beat all, all the big teams. Um, you know, Miami are a team that they've got to be concerned about. Clearly, that you know, Texans are a team that are on the ascension. They've got Chargers that they get hot at the end of the season. They've started to win games again. So they're a team that could be scary coming into the end of the season. Um. And that's it, really. That's that's the that's it. But that's enough for them to miss the playoffs. That's enough for them not to get enough wins. And like I say, in their division, they've got the best defense in football in that division, which is scary. And then they've probably got the second best defense in football in that division too. So you tell me. The Jags are third bottom in sacks in the entire NFL with sixteen sacks. My hey. point is proven. Cincinnati has more sacks. 22 sacks. Point proven. Checkmate. You can it's now... Not, it's not checkmate. It's not checkmate. Which, which of the teams has uh, got, more, got more wins? The, the Bengals or uh, the Jags? Okay, okay, okay. 
I mean, we talk about with, but we know Joe Burrow started with a flu cough. Okay, I agree. Oh. Team, uh, the division is going to be the top. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I don't like this. He had a calf injury. Oh, he, he can't play because of a calf. Proof is in the pudding, though. I agree, I agreed with you at the start of the year because they had to lose that tag. But the proof is in the pudding. Joe Burrow is delivering. He, he's looking better for sure, but it, it still just concerns me. Like, I don't know. I, I'm just worried about them. I don't think they'll make. The, I I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Is basically where I'm at right oh. now. I mean, who are they going to make the playoffs then? You're going to have Pittsburgh ahead of them. Yeah. Uh... You can't have the Steelers ahead of them without their play. No, but then they're they they're a weird team. The, the well, Steelers. if you're going to look at the AFC and you're going to rule out these teams, you've probably got the Texans, Chargers. I've got the Chargers. I think the Chargers can do a late late season surge and get to the. I don't trust them. They're only one. They're only one game behind um, Cincinnati. So they're, I, don't, they're only one... I don't trust them enough. That's my problem. I I don't, but they could make a late surge. Even the Jets could make a late surge still. Like they're only one game out of the playoffs. It's not. It's not a massive like. That to make up, and they, I think they play each other. So, like you know, there's, there's other teams around the fringe of the playoffs that they could beat. Because let's be honest here, that are are the Bengals going to win their division? No. no, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say yes because I think the Ravens are that too, like just yeah. too good. So, so they have to get on the wild card. But then you know, like I said, Cleveland also look really good in their division. Only defensively though, that offensively still looks but, a bit of a dis- but just defensively or not, like look at the stat from last year about the Broncos, where it was like if they would have scored twenty points in as many of their games, they would have won all their games. But, but I also agree, you've got to look at the history between these two teams like, as well. Like Cleveland always beat Cincinnati. And, much and, every year. and as much as I don't want to say it, the more they get Deshaun Watson involved in playing there and you know I don't like talking about the Sean Watson but there's more the more the Browns get him playing the better he will start to look because as much as I don't want to say it he has just got he's got rust he doesn't look good because he hasn't played and then the more he plays the better he'll look the better the offense will go the the game against Cardinals was impressive like you can't say anything more the, the game that they've planned that they had and even they've lost their best defensive weapon in Chubb but even like Ford and Hunt have now, you know, serving as very serviceable running backs for them behind arguably one of the best defensive lines in football. But we've, we've spoken a lot about this now. <laughs> we, should, we should move on. We've literally gave everyone the AFC landscape here. Sorry, we, we, NFC listeners. But... We really had. Oh, we could, we could talk about the NFC that... landscape if you want. We, I don't mind that. I don't we've mind talked, that. Well, we've gave props. We've gave a lot of props to the Vikings that they're in the hunt. Um, they are in the hunt. I'm I'm very impressed with them, but they are still like competing. They the NFC West, though, that's the division. division. It's like, a weird Seattle, division. I don't trust them. I really no. don't. But they were so no. bad. Uh, they were week. so bad against the Ravens. I don't trust that division at all right now. I, I even the 49ers though. I'm hoping their bye week has sort of like helped them. I'm not. <laughs> I'm hoping Samuel comes back though. I'm hoping that that work like that comes like Samuel comes back and plays well for them. I'm I'm more excited to see. I like watching a good teams play. Like I want to see an exciting Forty Niners team. What shocks me though more than anything in the NFC right now? Who do you reckon the number two team in the NFC is? Without looking it up, I'm if you had to say who's who's the number two currently, Detroit. Detroit Lions. Who just thought that at the start of the season? 
Who who said? Who just said at the start of the season that outside of the Philadelphia Eagles, the team to beat in the NFC is the Detroit Lions? Are you thinking Detroit are better than the 49ers when the 49ers get Debo back, though? No. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But the, if you look at it, it was funny you say that. Because between the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions, the last two weeks, they're both the Ravens' opponents the last two weeks. Seattle and Detroit combined for nine points. Yeah, like but... Ravens destroyed both of them. Ra- Ravens are a good team. Like Ravens are just finding their, their groove at the right time and, and are playing well. The the NFC is sort of a bit wide open. It's it feels way more wide open than what the AFC does. I feel like there's a lot more teams that are still in a hunt and have still got the possibility. But I think that's more because there's a lot more bad teams in the NFC. I feel like the AFC is the much tougher the conference to to play in right now. Yeah, outside like, of the Eagles and 49ers and Detroit, like the NFC is the wild, wild west. You can literally yeah. put any of the team in. Well, like, you know, the commanders are still in the hunt and that's just outrageous to me. The the Falcons, Tampa Bay are in, are in the hunt. I mean, they're still in the hunt for the divisional title, let alone like yeah, just getting a playoff berth. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if the Saints finished the third at this rate. It's just... Um, <laughs> Hey, it's a weak, weak conference. Hey, we are top above the NFC South right now. Don't take that away from us. It's the NFC we, South. We, we it's sit top. It's now overtaken the AFC South <laughs> for the worst division of football. Not, not quite, not quite. Yeah, you know, it has because we've got CJ Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Will Levis, true. Anthony Richardson to look forward it's true. to. True. You've got some good like future quarterbacks in the in that division right now. They're not fun, but I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to go down to the last week this season for the NFC and a lot of teams, maybe even the AFC in the wild card spots. And there's a lot of um, tasty games at the end of the season. Divisional games. What's your thoughts on the the Dallas Cowboys right now, though? I think Dak had an incredible game. Everyone's saying Dak's had an incredible game, but it was weird. They They lost that game. game. They they looked good, but they still lost. They do what the Cowboys do, you know? They don't finish. And the Eagles do what they do best, finish. Finish, yeah. But, like, that game was a weird game for me. But the Eagles did look the better team. Even though Dak, Dak looked arguably the better quarterback, uh, the Eagles as a whole looked the better team. But, like... Yeah, really well coached. They, they, they're on the same page as the Eagles all the time. The, the, the thing with the Eagles, though, which is, I think is terrifying, <laughs> if you're any other team in the NFL right now, is all season, you could say, the Eagles have not been 100%. Like... This isn't the the potential Eagle team that you're seeing. Like the Eagles still have like two more gears to go up. There's a there's a confidence in them when you're watching them. Yeah, the Eagles are gonna win. Like I feel the players have that belief as well. Yeah, we're gonna win eventually. Well, but even when they're playing bad, they win. Like this yeah. this is what this is what's scary about it. That people have been saying they've not been playing well, but yet they're they're winning games and it's not been clean. It's not been neat, but they're eight and one. They they're two games ahead of like the Detroit Lions, and it's so important to get that that number one seed in the like in both the NFC and AFC now because you get that extra week off, and so it's it's always better to to try and to try and get it obviously, but like it's so important now I find that to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've um, covered it. We've now covered the NFC too. <laughs> well, not really. There's still there's still a lot that we haven't covered. Who who who's the worst team right now? 
The Carolina the, Panthers or the Arizona Cardinals? Carolina Panthers. Do you think? Kyler Murray's going to be back this week. <laughs> the 49 uh, like the Cardinals, when we said, maybe a couple of weeks ago, if um, Murray is playing in this team, they win a few games. Yeah, that's true. They have, they were good against the Ravens. Um, they've been in a lot of games where they could have come out with a win and they didn't. That swinging quarterback makes a difference. We're just we've got that bitter taste of Clayton tune in our mouth right now, and the fact they traded away Dobbs. Um, uh, Carolina, what's going for them right now? They can't score. They can't stop anyone. They're losing in a bad division. I don't think I see anything positive. Okay, they beat the Texans. But they they look like they're not going to get another win this season with how they're playing. Let me ask you another question um, quickly. Which team do you reckon has the biggest point differential between points for and points against this season? I would have said Carolina. Uh, It's not, no. It's It's the New York Giants. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, that that kind of makes sense. They get right. blown out a lot. Which team has the second worst? It's great content as well, I know. <laughs> Are we going to say... Oof, Chicago? Uh, no. Chicago are not... Or the Raiders. The middle of the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are also... Middle of the pack. The Raiders are actually, like, not bad. They're only minus 37, so that's not bad at all. Um, no. it's the it's the Arizona Cardinals. So for oh. as much as we're saying, they're you know, close. they look good, they're, they're in safe games and and all of that, they they've got the second worst point differential. Um, I don't think they've conceded the most though. I think like two forty is what they conceded, which I think there's quite a few teams that have conceded more than that. Um, not many though. Not many, probably about four or five teams that have, four teams that have conceded more than that. So like, I mean, they did they, just lose twenty seven zero to the Browns, so that doesn't help. <laughs> Same when when Kyler's back though, I'm not I'm not convinced because they've got rid of so many I don't know pieces. Their offense still doesn't look good. I don't know. Kyler Kyler doesn't solve any problems for me. That's all I'm saying. But we we'll move on and stop talking about the the NFC now. Because it's time to move on and talk about our qualified players of the week before we sign off. Um, so, do you want to go with your guy first? Well, for me, it was CJ Stroud. Um, and no, I didn't. I would have picked Dobbs, but I couldn't pick Dobbs. Let's say um, CJ Stroud for me was the uh, easily the other best player. NFL rookie record of 270 yards, five touchdowns against Tampa Bay. 147-point pass the rating. You can't write a better that that for the kid um, who's been playing like that all season. So so on that, though, I agree. It, I mean, it was a great week for him, so no no complaints there. But on that note, though, what, what Samuel sort of referenced to why he couldn't pick him is Samuel put his pick for his qualified player of the week in early, uh, which was Josh Dobbs. I don't have his stats up, but... Um, he had a he had a yeah he had a, he had a nice game considering. Uh, mine is going to go to uh, a real cop out answer here, but the whole of the Cleveland Browns defense. Um, I you know 
as much as we want, as much as like we try and avoid the Cleveland Browns on this show for our own personal reasons, um, Duke Sports has done an absolute masterclass with that defense. The defense is playing lights out. It's the best defense in football right now, and it's what's keeping Cleveland really in the conversation of being in that playoff hunt. And no one would want to play them because of that defense. For as much as they get miss, uh, well, well, hated against really for their worst decision possible that they ever made two seasons ago in free agency they made the best decision in free agency from a coaching hire I think this soft season to get Jim Schwartz yeah. to get Jim Schwartz in as DC I, I think I, that's been a master stroke I completely agree puts it puts them in a great stead going forward and and could, could quite easily compete in the playoffs right now like they quite easily could get to the playoffs and compete in them yeah uh, and on that we'll leave it there for today so thanks very much for listening we will be back later on in the week to talk about the upcoming week 10 games uh but until then see ya bye